All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, or some or whatever you have to find us with this recording right here. Welcome to the Marvel Man Podcast, a show where us nerds talk about everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe 24-7, 365. I'm your co-host, Zach Benicillo, along with me, Tommy DeVito. Hey there. And Alex DiCarlo, who <laughs> just so maybe finding out something that's really important Get for it. our time travel today. <laughs> we have arrived hey, at hey 2013. Yes, we are still in 2012. We're still in finally, 2012. I finally got to Basically, if you missed part one, this is part two of our three-part Infinity Saga retrospective where we fit, where we literally are traveling back in time through the quantum realm to eat to the premiere dates of each, every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to the events of that and discussing it. Basically, yeah, also, yeah our transmission got cut off last time. So hopefully, because, you know, trying to communicate to 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 the future. Yeah, so, but unfortunately- so that, that may happen everything... again, I don't know. Yeah. What ha- yeah, what had happened was uh, our transmission got cut off due to the Battle of New York, but thankfully, I managed to get some pin particles. Thank God, because we yes. almost ran out of those. Yeah. Okay, we got enough this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- I mean, yeah. this should be enough for now. So. Yeah. Luckily, our last stop is 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 twenty fifteen to Ant Man, so we can just find Scott Pin, not Scott Pin. <laughs> Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Lang. We could just find some. We just we just go to the events of that movie and just take some. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll we're what, there. Where are we going? Uh, set the date for uh, May third, twenty thirteen. All right, let's go. And boom. <sighs> you think I'd be used to that by now? Yeah. That just what that feels like. It feels like literally you just imagine Ugh. every single your stomach shrinking down size, yet your food isn't for like a split yeah. second, and then you're expanding back again. Very God, why did mm-hmm. although why did I why did I have pizza before this? My oh god. my god, you seriously got pizza on your way to get fan particles? What I was hungry. I mean, I mean you should have told me I mean I mean I would have gotten some shawarma. Oh god, I wish. Because we were 2012 is when the Avengers had we could have met them anyway. So we're at the premiere date for Iron Man 3. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, here we are, May 3rd, 2013. The premiere date for Iron Man 3, which is actually the Kickstarter for Phase 2 and the first phase to be fully distributed by a certain company. Disney. The Walt Disney Company. Yes. After the House of the Mouse. Yeah, because after the... Oh, hi there, pal. (laughs) Wow, that was actually a good impression right there. Thank so you. yeah, after uh after the phase one films that were distributed through Paramount and Universal, Disney took over yeah, Disney took over distributing the franchise. Um was it somewhere during the Avengers? I I, I think they it had it was somewhere. during the Avengers. I think they had it by the Avengers. I think it was I think I think it was after Captain America. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I, but Paramount still lent a hand into it. So for those who don't know, Paramount Pictures still, I mean, they they still put a lot of money into 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 making the those two films. That being, of course, the Avengers and Iron Man three. Now, now for those wondering, where does Iron Man three take place, Tommy? If you will, it takes place about a few months after the first Avengers movie. It is mm-hmm. now Christmas time. 
Which also one thing I actually do want to reference because how funny this is because in Iron Man three there's a scene when Banner not Banner I'm sorry that's the end credit scene I'm sorry when Stark and Rhodey are in a diner or just a restaurant I know it wasn't a diner it was just a bar or like a restaurant I don't know and then some kids come up to him and ask for like for to autograph like a drawing they drew and then and the Tony Stark says oh I love doing a Christmas story what's funny is that if you go to the first Iron Man movie. The guy Obadiah Stane yells at Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave. That doctor was the kid who played Ralphie in A Christmas Story. <gasps> ah, Peter oh, Billingsley. Yes, who we will see again in Phase Three. By which we haven't gotten to that year yet. We're oh, still yeah, in no, 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 we're not, right no, we're not there. So, so yeah, what to say about Iron Man Three? Um, of course, we know it takes place after the Avengers, and Tony Stark has been going through some kind of uh, PTSD. Yeah. And I, I will say about this one, I, I think it was a great way of setting up a more character development. And but it also but I think it also gives the other characters uh some more development here too. Like uh like Rhodey, Pepper. Yeah, actually one thing I do we, want to mention about Rhodey though is that in this one he wasn't War Machine, he was Iron Patriot. The reason why is because there was like a legal battle with the rights to War Machine when they were making Iron Man three, so they just had to sub him in sub in Iron Patriot because they figured that name and color scheme would match the character even though in the comics iron patriot is norman osborne a cured norman o- norman osborne who isn't the green goblin ah right so yeah so they gave so they gave the iron patriot mantle to roadie makes sense since he's like a senator or something not a senator colonel so, yeah colonel yeah but uh yes but but it's not just uh them coming back uh of course of course there's happy hogan and paul bettany coming back as jarvis but I believe we have some new character. I believe we have some new characters to introduce. Uh, Zach, uh, was was there a was, 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 the Mandarin? Oh, well, who, who or so we thought, or, or so we think. Trevor but, Slattery. Uh, yeah, remind, yeah, right yeah remind, remind me. Remind me. Remind me. Who played this? The 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 so called Mandarin. Ben Kingsley. Ah, we have Ben Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. We have Guy Pierce coming in as Aldrich Killian. The real and Mandarin, I, or yeah. no, not the real or, Mandarin. I'm sorry, not the real, not the real one, but later on down the line. Yes, but yeah, but what? But overall, I just want to say, I man, what do you? I mean, what do you guys think of Iron Man three? I think it's the one that they want us to forget the most, just because it didn't do that well. It was, I think, my least favorite of the Iron Man movies. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, like I didn't like the twist with the Mandarin because he's like the Iron Man's. He's like iron man's arch enemy in the comics and there's like they flipped that tony stark gave the mandarin his address and also just like the house party protocol and stuff like when he blew up all the suits it's like because then there was a whole big question going from iron man 3 to age of ultron of whether or not iron man was going to be in the movie he also had the arc reactor and the shrapnel removed from his chest and he threw it in the ocean and then the end credit scene comes, which then when he's talking to Banner, which makes people think maybe the whole thing was made up. Or actually, like, I mean, to this day, does does Iron Man, Iron Man, he doesn't really have the arc reactor in him, in him, right? No, because in Infinity War and Endgame, it was it was removable. Yeah, you know, that's the only thing they really want you to remember. I think by the time Age of Ultron rolled around, it was uh, I think it was a. Uh, 2015 yeah 2015 yeah. it was like not there 
it's like he doesn't he didn't have it in his chest it was just part of the, the suits i actually don't know how the suits were powered actually. yeah i mean I, I mean after that one i was like I'm maybe sure they're powered not- by themselves i don't know we'll get to that but uh but yeah but what to say on on iron man i mean of course it wasn't directed by john favreau it was it was, it was directed by, by shane, shane black. black okay yeah because john yeah. favreau happy hogan was barely in the movie he was in like a coma for most of the movie yeah. Except, except now we know that he's a big fan of Downton Abbey, so yes, you don't have to worry about that. And the Islanders, but that's a no way home thing. Yeah, that's that's a story for another day. So um, I don't know. A, is there anything else to say about Iron Man Three? Because oh, oh, I thought it was. I had a fun time with the exception of the Mandarin twist. Yeah, I mean, but with the twist though, I well, the thing I is, also like the twist that. Aldrich Killian was the was the villain of the movie that also it was just very similar to the Incredibles and Syndrome yeah just the way it was giving me some sort of Incredibles vibe everybody means that but it it really is the same thing Mm -hmm. as Incredibles and with Syndrome and Mr. Incredible with Iron Man and Aldrich Killian I don't know it's just it's one where I feel like you could if you were to skip an MCU movie I'd say this would be the one to skip Mm. Yeah, but if anything, I, I think there's something else we, we need to attend to. So why don't we jump why don't we jump ahead a few months to November see see where that flies? All right, let's go. We gotta go through time and space. Thor the ah. It's even more disorienting when you go through space too, because now yeah. we're on Asgard. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, are we actually on Asgard right now? Looks like it. We really are. I see the Rainbow Bridge, the palace. This place is nice. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah. Asgard looks pr- Asgard looks pretty good from here. I agree. It's very nice when you see it in person. Too bad it's gonna get blown up or destroyed. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, wait. Probably shouldn't say that. Actually, no, it's not gonna affect the timeline. Anyway, what movie came out in the Dark World? On Asgard? Yes, Thor of the Dark World. Oh, that's right, yeah, Thor of the Dark World. Uh, that's it. Yeah, not... It's, I'm not really sure what to say about this one. Cause... It's one of my least favorite MCU movies. Like, I wasn't a fan of, like... Agreed. Like... Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'd say this is probably my least favorite. One of my least favorite MCUs. This is in my top five least favorite. Yeah. And uh, for those of you wondering uh, what takes place in this film, well, of course it takes place after the Avengers, well, from Thor's perspective. And turns out, poor, good, poor Jane Foster, she ended up getting a dose of... Uh, of an infinity stone. Hence the reality stone. The reality stone, which was housed inside a liquid? The aether. Yeah, I never understood how it was a it was a liquid in Thor the Dark World, but yet when we get to Infinity War, it's back as a solid object. The only theory I can think of is maybe Thanos used the space stone to solidify it. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's the only theory I can think of of how, because like it was because like we get the dark elves were just like Malekith, which just wasn't that compelling of a villain to me. Or just like, yeah, that makes sense. And also and the twist with Loki. Yeah, the other one. But of course, at the end with that with Odin, like yeah, when did this happen? And of course, with the villain Malekith, who's played by the ninth Doctor himself from Doctor Who. If you got if you guys are big Doctor Who fans, then you realize uh, Christopher Eccleston, who played the ninth incarnation of the Doctor, he played the villain in this film. New teeth. Uh, if you're thinking of the new teeth, that's David Tennant. I know, because I, I mean, because he went from from him to David Tennant. 
So I think that, that that's what I was just trying to reference. Yeah. Although it's weird because we're in 2013 right now, and it's not just that. We're also in the in the 50th anniversary for Doctor Who, for those who are big Whovians, uh yeah. of of the of Doctor Who as well. So for those of you who are fans of that show, we don't mind. But uh yeah. For the Dark but, World, uh, yeah. it's um this is again another one though. Like I like the end credit scene of them giving the reality stones to the collector and then setting him up. But That's they right, said something because he says one down, five to go. Like they completely just dropped the collector's quest for the infinity stones. Oh, <gasps> sir. Oh boy. Yeah, because like they set that up as a potential conflict for somebody to to deal with, and it just was never resolved. It was just like dropped. Like we don't even know what happened to the collector after Infinity War. We know he sold nowhere to the Guardians. But other than that, we don't know where he is or what happened. We don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen next? Speaking but, of the uh, collector and traveling through space. Yeah, I was gonna say, where to next? Where to next? Huh? Where to next? Twenty fourteen. April fourth, twenty fourteen. Ooh! Oh, we're let's... going back to Earth. Finally. Right. Let's right. let's see let's see what they got. I'm missing right. outside. Zia, we are in. Why did I have mead when I was here? Yeah, why? I, I I I dropped it on a feast when we were at Asgard, and I and I deeply regret that because I had a bunch of mead and mutton and all that stuff. And now, oh god, yeah, hey, oh god. I should have some antacids when I was there. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. Anyway, ooh, we're at a, a good site right now. Ooh, ooh, a beanie. Mm. Probably. Luckily, that won't affect the timeline. Oh, we're at a good like site right now. We're at probably one of the best MCU films. Oh, yes. Captain, Captain America, America, the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. I loved this movie. I, like, it, was, it, was, it can just stand alone as, as its own spy thriller. Or political thriller. Yes. Before we get started, I, does anybody want to get out? Oh, yeah. The and, and, and actually, look. Look over there. It's, uh, you see that? It's, in, case, uh, in case you guys don't notice, we're actually, we're actually in 2014, but the state that we're in Washington D.C. Yes, mm-hmm. and actually, right. and actually, look over there, guys. Look over there. You see There's that? Hell carriers. It's some hell carriers that are not from Shield. For those of you who are wondering. Yeah, and actually, just from... look at that. Do you see? I think I, I think I just saw Captain America just. And who's this? And who's this? And who's that guy with the metal arm? Oh, it's none than dun 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 Bucky Barnes. So from the first James one alive. Him. Yeah. So plot. So here's. So plot twist, Bucky Barnes is back, but this time he's been brainwashed by Hydra. And he's been given the super soldier serum. Yep. And and so he becomes the winter soldier. So but 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 I believe there's uh, there's there's another villain into this faction. Alexander Pierce. Yes. And it's not just him, but we also have the introduction of Zola. Oh yeah, but we also have the introduction of Frank Grillo as Brock Rumlow, otherwise known as Crossbones. She didn't really do much with that after this. Yeah. He was like a player in this. Like they set him up for becoming Crossbones. And when we get to phase three, we're going to hear more about that. Yeah. Although, although, although actually just look, look at this, look at this really cool beanie that I found just now. It says property property of Nick Fury on it. Wait, what? Let me see. Let me, let me check. Yeah, Fury was in a coma for this. My goodness. You might want to get that before he finds you and kicks your ass. <laughs> oh, huh, huh. 
I mean, it's yeah, not like he's it's not like he's gonna notice, right? No, he's in a coma. He's not notice. No, he oh, was in a coma. Okay, but he wakes up. Wait, this also shows the destruction of shields as well. With of course plot twist. It's it was taken over by Hydra. Yes. Because and, Hydra and, was Shield and Shield was Hydra. And they also revealed what Fury looks like without the eye patch. Oh. And even set something up, which once again, for when we get to phase three, the disappointment of this is saying, even he said, last time I trusted somebody, it cost me my eye. Hmm. I wonder what that I wonder what that reference is. A flurkin. I'm sure we'll fix I'm sure we'll find out soon. Yeah. We'll find out soon enough. But, but yeah, of this is uh, probably one of the best MCU films. Best. Speaking, I was going to say, and, and this is also the introduction of the, the Russo brothers directing the film. Oh, they directed and this. The Actually, I didn't know that. Yes. And the other introduction, the Maximoff twins. Yes. Oh, yeah. The credit scene ends with we find out that Hydra actually has Loki's scepter, which has the Mind Stone. And we see on the twins, we see Wanda and Pietro Maximoff, aka the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Children of Magneto, possibly. Although, actually, it's not just them. We also have our introduction to Anthony Mackie as Sam Falcon. Wilson, aka the Falcon. Well, oh, no. at, at this time right now, because we're in Yes, when he, got, when he got his wings, and everybody's like, man, 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 are you so heavy? I, ha- I had a big breakfast. Yeah. On your and, and, I, and, I, and I actually like the dynamic between between Captain Rogers and Black Widow, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which actually, fun th- funnily enough, the scene when they're undercover and they meet that guy, like, it was like a, whatever, when they're at a mall, that guy with long hair and a beard. Or like an Apple later that, that guy is actually new Master 69 <laughs> or 67. Yeah. Oh Thor's Fortnite rival. Yeah. Oh my God. But I will say, I will say to this though, Captain America the Winter Soldier was one of the best MCU movies I've ever watched. Period. Oh, I agree. I can watch that film mm-hmm. over and over again. It can stand alone. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah, I mean, the Russo brothers did an excellent job with directing the film. I agree. And Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier probably gave probably one of the best character arcs in the MCU. Yeah. Yep. But I think, uh, I, I wonder, I wonder where, I was going to see, I was going to see what else, where else we can go to well, since Final we're in 2014. The 1st of August. Ooh. 2014. All right. Let's go. Exactly. I, I, I wonder. We got to go back to space, though. Wait, are we actually going to space? Yep, destination Ooh. Xandar. Ooh. Xandar. Planet of the hey, Nova ready? Corps. Let's go. <sighs> okay. Okay. That Wait. is never not going to be weird. Wait a minute. What? You guys think I'm still? Oh my god, I still have Nick Fury's beanie. We forgot to get it back to him. I don't think it's not going to affect the timeline. It's just a timeline where he doesn't have a beanie. I think it's fine. I don't think he cares. I don't think he's gonna care at all. Okay, TV didn't not- show up, so we're fine. Nobody's gonna notice at all. Either way, yeah, we're now I- on the planet Xandar. But anyways, uh, here we are on the planet Xandar. Uh, I think and, that's how it's oh, pronounced. They got a lot and- of stuff they got to clean up. Yeah, look at, I mean, look, 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 look at the mess. Here. I'm just saying, look at the mess around here. Didn't? Which and I apparently, there's a new secret room which nobody's allowed to go into. Should we yeah. check it out? We. Well, I'm saying you might not want to open what's in there, or yeah. if you open it, don't touch it. Yeah, I was gonna power say stone. let's let's see. It's an infinity stone. The power orb. Let's see. Let's let's see if it really is. Don't I'm touch not... it. 
Huh? Okay, no, this you seriously cannot okay. touch. Power Stone, okay. yeah, don't touch it. We know what happened when Quill held it. But yes, we're, if you couldn't tell, yeah, actually, we're guardians in the galaxy. Yeah, actually, wait a minute. This is not, this is, is this, it, I don't think this is a thing. What is this? This is, this is a doll. It's a, oh a, my god. Oh. They probably had it, a bunch of them because the real one we couldn't be trusted with. The Nova Corps has it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, on to Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Um, Directed by yeah, James, Guardians. by the brilliant mind of James Gunn. James Gunn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This was a hell of a movie. We, did, we, have, we, we even have an all-star cast for this film. We got Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord. Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Vin Diesel as Groot, Dave Bautista as as Drax the Destroyer, and of course Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon. Interesting enough, though, it took him Bradley Cooper two years to record his lines for Rocket for this movie because a certain he was also busy with another certain movie, other movie that came out in 2013, The Hangover Part Three. Ooh, that's that's why it took him two years to record his audio because he was actually never physically on set. Even Vin Diesel, who had to record his lines for for Groot, yeah, the. I'm surprised they had to record multiple lines. You only had like two lines of dialogue. Yeah, that's, I am that's Groot and weird. we are Groot. Which is the same thing repeated. But also, we also have our introductions of Glenn Close as uh, as the leader of the Nova Corps. We have John C. Riley as Roman Day. And of course, Mr. Lee Pace. We got Lee Pace as Ronan the Accuser. Jaiman Hansu as Korath. My God. Those and guys Ma- Michael Rooker as Yondu. And of course... Yep. We got a quick look, a couple of scenes of Thanos, played by Josh Brolin. Now she got it wrong. It actually wasn't Josh Brolin who played him in the end credit scene of Avengers. It wasn't Josh Brolin. No, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah that was a mistake on our part. We, we also have our, we also have our, we also have, we, and it's funny enough, we also have another Doctor Who star in this, in this movie. Hmm. Karen Gillan, who plays uh, Nebula. Yes, Ooh. Nebula. Now for those, now, now fuck fact for those who don't know karen gillen before she played nebula in the mcu and for all you doctor who fans on there she played amy pond the the, the first companion to the 11th doctor portrayed by matt smith nice she's on a roll but this movie was good basically like, like the origins like peter quill and his mom they had seen the whole hold my hand that was great yeah or just i especially just love the whole prison break scene when they're like, okay, now it's essential. The other thing on the wall right there, we need that. Now it's essential. We need, we get that last week. You see Groot walking around and getting it, or we can get it first. That's fine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie. I, I really like how they did, uh, how they did the prison break and, uh, and, and kudos to James Gunn for directing such an amazing film. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, uh, I wonder where, uh, transition going on. Although I will say it's uh, I, I think that, I think I think this area is starting to become a little bit uh wobbly for me. I feel I feel like we need to get a little more. I think we need a little bit more grounded here. Why don't we head back to Earth? Yeah. Okay. In nineteen. In in two thousand fifteen. Yep. May. Yeah, I was say, why don't we go to May first, twenty fifteen? Okay. That should be a Let's fun go. date. Let's do. <sighs> Okay. Okay. At least we've got used to it. mouth once this time. I think I'm getting used to this. Yep. Finally, back on Earth. Yep. And 
Damn, we are at the... Oh, damn, what happened to this place? We are on the ground to... of what was Sokovia. Oh, shit. What Jeez. happened to Sokovia? Jeez. Jeez, this was a real shit show over here. My God. Yep, basically... probably wondering... Avengers Age of Ultron. This dude. is where... Yep. We're here at the events of Avengers Age of Ultron. Basically, what just happened after. Yep. And I don't really know what to say about Avengers Age of Ultron, really. I think out of all the Avengers movies, I'd say this one is my least favorite. Like, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. But also, I mean, one thing you think about this, knowing we know in Phase 3, this is the last mm-hmm. movie where we see all the original six Avenger- Avengers fighting together. Because because yep. Hawkeye was absent from Infinity War and they were all on different planets and Black Widow was dead when we get to Endgame. It's final battle. So this is the last oh. time they fight together. Yeah. The whole thing with like Hulk's struggle with like the also the, the setup between the relationship of him and Natasha, which didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, I'm just like that I'm just like, goes more like I'm like that, what's that up was a Joss Whedon thing that he set up in the Russo brothers. Didn't want to do that. I mean, kudos though to that. And and this was the last one Joss Whedon would direct for the MCU. So yep. And we got, of course, we got the we got we got to meet Wanda and Pietro, the Maximoff twins, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen, respectively. Hats mm-hmm. off to them. And but of I, course, I, we got the villain of this movie, Ultron, James, played played. By James Spader. Yeah, well, that was a hell of a boy. Star James yeah. Spader. Eltron was a good villain. I really was like honest. Oh, yeah. and also got the introduction of Vision, played by Paul Bettany. Now we're thinking, wait, Paul Bettany's already Jarvis. How's this gonna work? Because when Ultron's making a synthetic body for himself with the Mind Stone, which was revealed to be the gem in Loki's scepter, that's how he was able to mind control people in the first movie. Oh yeah. In his head, he tried to basically try to give himself a body with an infinity stone. The Avengers captured. They put Jarvis into the body. Really? And, and it's not just him. Yep. And it wasn't just him the, that Ultron was introduced. We even have our first look at Andy Circus as Ulysses Claw. Oh, uh, I wish they did more with Claw. Yeah. yeah. Andy Circus as Ulysses Claw. We see how he loses his arm in this, too. So it also sets up how he gets his robotic arm in Black Panther. Yep. But then, of course, we even have our first mention of a certain African nation that we'll probably get to in a later episode. Wakanda. Okay. Wakanda. Yeah, so we get our first mention hints of Black Panther. And not only that, but with... I feel like Ultron is like what he had in his mind in different bodies... I feel like I don't think he's dead. I still think he's out there somewhere. Yep. But still, or maybe somewhere in like Vision's head, original initial programming. I think there's still remnants of Ultron. Maybe they'll tie into that phase five with white vision and everything since he was put back together without the mind stones. Yep. That makes sense. But still, and kudos. The end, but the end credit scene, though, because once all, oh, that's also, right. Thor, first of all, Thor finds out about the infinity stones. Goes on the quest. Which we which don't see, which I would have loved to see. Which that will lead into 2017, which we, we will see. get into. This phases to 2017, though, of this end credit scene. Now we know because because we see we see something put up. We see a type of gauntlet, the Infinity Gauntlet, 
And we see Thanos walk up, played by Josh Brolin. He goes, fine, I'll do it myself. And puts the gauntlet on, revealing it's time. Here we go. You know what that means. It's game time. Yes. Yes, but also the death of Quicksilver. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, I'm like, why? I think it was more because it had to be a rights thing because Fox still owned the X-Men and Quicksilver and Wanda and Pietro are still X-Men. So I think like they couldn't mention Magneto. They couldn't call Wanda the Scarlet Witch until WandaVision because they didn't get the rights hmm. to the right to the deal with Fox wasn't done. So yeah. so they couldn't call so that's why those are why because they had Evan Peters playing Peter yeah. off Quicksilver. So that's probably why they had to. There's like, okay, you can use him, but if you have to kill him off and you can't call him Quicksilver. Okay. Also, we got the introduction of Clint Barton's family. Mainly his wife, Ooh. Laura Barton, played by Linda Cardellini, who a lot of people know as either Velma from the James Gunn Scooby-Doo movies or the voice of Wendy Corduroy from Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Or who we later find out I mean, is a retired mockingbird. Oh, yeah. Courtesy of our Phase 4 review. So Yes. Anyway, looks like our transmission is going well, so we probably should... We got, we got enough for one more jump for, for this transmission. Yep. Okay. Later yep. 2015. Let's see. Boom. Where are we going? July 17th, 2015. And we are back. Okay. We are okay. now the remnants of of a Pym Tech. It just suddenly disappeared. I don't know what the hell's going on. Apparently there's a there's a giant Thomas the Tank Engine toy sticking out of a house. <laughs> okay, okay. What the hell is going on here? I, I'm going to have to go to our... I'm going to have to quote our future doctor here in the form of Shooty Gatsua by going, will someone tell me what the hell is going on here? Seems like we're, hmm. we're at the site of Ant-Man. And of course, we got Paul yep. Rudd, the ageless man himself, who looks like he hasn't aged in, uh, at all. Like if you, like the earliest movie I've seen Paul Rudd in, Romeo and Juliet, 1966, he's in that movie. He looks no like different in, this, in, that, in, in Ant-Man than he did in that movie. He looks no different. Paul Rudd is Scott I mean, Lang, he- Evangeline Lilly as... As a whole line, who the future wasp, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym, and Corey Stoll as Yellow Jacket, Darren Cross. Yep. This was a more like a small scale movie. Like it was funny. Also, Louise, too. Yo, man, Scotty, man, this or oh, Baskin Robbins, they always find out. Mm hmm. Michael so Pena. Yeah, it's always, I will say, it's very nice to, to have Michael Pena in the film. Although, oh, although it's a shame that he's not coming back for uh, Quantumania. Quantumania. Although it's a shame that he's not coming back for Quantumania. I mean. Well, that's basically, well, technically none of the friends are coming back. Because even though the actor, like the, the one who's also in the Suicide Squad is Polka Dot Man, I forget his name. Oh, David Desmalchian? Yeah, right, he's, he's not playing, playing the same character. He's playing a different character. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, now I'm just thinking, imagine Louise being, being in Avengers Endgame and Oh my god, that would have been happened. hilarious. That would have been cray cray. The plot of this movie is where we find out that also Hank Pym worked with Howard Stark and S.H.I.E.L.D. and they tried to replicate the Pym particles. He ended up separating with them. And then he formed Pym Tech, which then was shipped out by Darren Cross, who's planning to make the Yellow Jagged suit, which their plan is to steal it. But of course, it ends up going awry when Cross figures out what they're doing and puts on the suit for himself. Him and Scott fight. Well, in his daughter Cassie's bedroom and stuff like that. Scott mm-hmm. realizes he has to, was warned about the quantum realm, which is how our means are traveling. And basically, he has to shrink there which to defeat Cross, which 
apparently sucked him into the may have sucked him into the quantum realm to become Modok. I wish we don't know if that's true. We will see. Either way, our transmission is about to cut off in like less than a minute. So yeah. Um. So we gotta go. Yeah, Alex, I mean, we have to, the honors. I feel like we need. So I feel like while we're here, we we, we may as well find more pin particles around. May here. as well refuel. Yeah, we're about to run out of those anyway. Yes. Yeah. the honors. So right. thank you. We want to thank you all for joining us on the, on part two of our journey. Next, the next time we'll be doing part three of our journey, which will be phase three of yes. the Infinity Saga. Yeah. From 2016 to 2019. So, and actually. Technically, 2023, if we're going to be specific. Yeah, that makes sense. But, oh, boy. We'll figure that out when we get there. You guys better be ready because we got 11 films to cover next episode. My God, this is going to be... Potentially, we may have to make it two because our transmission is about to be cut off. Yeah, so we want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, If you you like this episode, give give it a like. Follow us Mm -hmm. on...